75. And look at that. The third word in, and I'm already mumbling and stumbling over it. You can tell this is going to be a great show. Not because of that, because of the topic. It's that time of year again. It's the Global DevOps Bootcamp time. And to talk to us about what the Global DevOps Bootcamps is, GDBC, which I'll probably say more in the show since I stumble over that less, we have Renee. Oh, Renee, pronounce your last name for me, please, or your full name. Uh, Renee van Osnabrugge. That's yeah, there's great. no way I could even. No, no, no. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> you can also, uh, RVO is also a good uh, abbreviation for that. Okay. <laughs> well, Renee has a personal motto to, to truly innovate. Do not optimize what you do, but rethink what you should do. Renee works as a DevOps consultant at Xperit. His personal model is also continuous improvement. He seeks challenge in the fact that there's always a better way. He always tries to push that extra step to achieve optimal results. Currently, application lifecycle management, ALM, and DevOps is the perfect way to implement his model. By using the right methods and tools, he helps organizations, departments, processes, and people to improve in the field of software development. Because of his contributions to the community, he was awarded the Microsoft Most Valuable Professional MVP Award since 2012. Besides his work at Expert, he is an initiator and the main organizer of the successful DevOps Bootcamp event, a global out-of-the-box event around DevOps that spans 30-plus countries, and that we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you. Also joining us is Rob Boss. Is that right, Rob? Yeah, it's Boss, but boss. In, in English it makes, it makes it a boss. So I'm the boss. <laughs> He's a team leader, giving team members the opportunity to grow and deliver value, bringing down hurdles and empowering engineers. As a software engineer, he does full stack DevOps experience in the front and back end software and services. Azure Web Windows Databases. He's very interested in DevOps, Azure, and application lifecycle management and performance monitoring. As a BI specialist from processes to information from IBM, Cognos, QuickView, in-house build of, uh, what is that, pronounce that? Sci oh, that's a Synection. That's Synection. even really old. I need to get that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a BI consultant in a different life. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, well, the software development part for that uh, is really cool. So it wasn't all that bad. Well, Rob, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. So, gentlemen, what is the Global DevOps Bootcamp, GDBC? <laughs> Shall I take that one, Rob? Yes, it's your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Part, so, partly yours. Uh, yeah, we were we were on the show last year, so uh, we can also play back the recording of that, <laughs> but uh, because it didn't actually really change. But mm -hmm. uh, what is already in the LinkedIn profile? Um, Global Devils Bootcamp is an event out of the box um, that we organize uh, uh, with Xperit and Solidify. So uh, we are the main organizers of the event. And the idea is to have an out of the box event that venues all over the world, if you want it, um, you can just use all the content that we have uh, and organize that event at your own place. So basically, the only thing that you have to do when you want to organize a Global Devils Bootcamp is arrange a location, uh, arrange some uh, experienced people in DevOps and Azure uh, that can proctor and do a local keynote, and all the rest, uh, all the hackathon challenges, uh, the keynotes that we will do, uh, we will talk about that a little bit more later, I think. Um, but everything that will be done in the in the venue is the same all over the world. So it's it's truly an event out of the box. We provide all the content, 
Um, and the only thing that people need to do is to yeah to arrange it at their own space, uh, give it their own sauce, and then uh, go for it. And when is it this year? Uh, this year it's June 15th. June 15th. Got it. Yeah. So at this point, uh, are you still accepting new venues? No, we are not okay. accepting. No, 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 because uh, yeah, well, we 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 have a lot of venues already, um, and we have uh, we have a lot of provisioning to do. Um, mm. We 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 yeah, I think that Rob can talk talk about that a little bit more. But well, we have uh, in, altogether we have eleven hundred and fifty teams signed up. Wow. Um, so uh, we are already uh, provisioning a lot of stuff uh, for them, and yeah, well. Uh, registration time is closed to get a, to get the time that uh, to, to finish everything. Right. Right. But if people want to attend one, that's still open, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. Good. Some and, venues are already sold out, but they're the most, for most of them, there are still tickets available. Got it. And they go to global DevOps and just scroll down to the page and there's all the venues and all the links to register. It's all there, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at it now, and it says right now it says you have 92 venues. Yeah, 92. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty impressive. Because when you were last on, your bio said uh, I think you had you were really excited that you had 30 venues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things have changed. <laughs> yeah, so 92 venues, and it looks like they're like all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think last time we looked, uh, Rob, uh, what, what, we had one new one in Japan since last year. Um, we already have, we yeah. also have a few in Africa, so Nigeria. Uh, uh, we have a lot of them in South America. Um, Gran Canaria, I think there is one. Uh, in the US, Canada, there is a lot of them. Uh, Europe, of course, uh, almost every country in Europe organizes one. So, yeah, we have a good spread. That's That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what does it cost the attendees? Rob? Their time, yeah. <laughs> Just their time, so it's free. It's free, it's on a Saturday, it's a full day, uh, going at it, uh, all topics about Dev, uh, DevOps. So you just need to be there, show up and have some fun with uh, people you know and people you don't know, get together and uh, learn some new things. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really free and uh, I think uh, yeah, uh, venues already also have arranged lunches, so you even have a free lunch. Uh, so uh, when that, that, that then uh, when that, does that happen? A free lunch. <laughs> so is it the same? If if they went last year, is it going to be the same as this year? Um, yeah, structurally, it's the same thing. Um, so what we will do is uh, we will start the day off with a keynote, uh, a recorded keynote. Um, so maybe it's for first. It's good to talk about the theme a little bit. So okay. every year we do a theme. Um, and this year's uh, theme, so last year it was uh, from once a month to multiple times a day. Uh, and that was about releasing software. Um, and this time, uh, this year, we, we thought, okay, we, we need to do something else. Uh, we, we, are, we are not going to repeat ourselves uh, from last year. Mm -hmm. And last year was really focused on the build part of DevOps. So how to do pipelines, how to deploy your application, how to do pull requests. Uh, so on the development side of the, of the DevOps. Um, so we thought, okay, well, um, since we did that last year, so this year it wouldn't be nice to focus on the build, on the, oh, sorry, on the run part, on the ops part of DevOps. Um, so the theme this year is you build it, you run it. Um, and then we had away uh, instead of it. So it's you build it, you run away, and we scratched that through. And now it's you build it, you run it. Uh, so we want to change that uh, paradigm. 
Nice. So, so in that theme, um, we 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 still we have the same structure. So we do a keynote, um, and that keynote is now this year is will be presented by Niall Murphy. Uh, I don't know if you know him. Uh, I actually, no. to be very honest, I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, he is a head of Azure Site Reliability Engineering. Oh, okay. Director of so, uh, and he he is one of the main authors of the book Site Reliability Engineering from Google. Okay. So uh, it is uh, it is a person that uh, knows his stuff, <laughs> uh, so to say. Um, so he, he does a keynote on uh, on all the war stories uh, he faced uh, when doing Azure. So what happens in an Azure data center? Uh, for example, the lightning strikes uh, in an Azure data center. It happens. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. Uh, and and what to do then if you are head of site reliability engineering? So it's quite an interesting um, quite an interesting story there. Um, so after that, we have the local keynote that will be presented by the uh, local organizers. Mm-hmm. So as said, it's an event out of the box. So it's it, we pr- we provide all the venues with a keynote uh, and also instructions to how to present the keynote, also the talking points. Uh, but that keynote will actually introduce the rest of the day. Um, and the rest of the day is all about yeah, challenges, a hackathon, bootcamp, whatever you like to call it, where people will face trouble in their own application. Um, so, um, yeah, well, uh, maybe Rob, you can talk a little bit about, uh, what we are doing there. Yeah, sure. We're setting everything up for the team. So they have, an up and running, well, everything we, we set up, uh, um, an Azure DevOps uh, project for them, uh, within, uh, backed by an Azure Active Directory account that they can log into. Um, the Azure DevOps, uh, project will have a Azure repo set up for it with a parts unlimited website in it. So that's uh, nice to link back to the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, we provide them with a, a pre-set of build pipeline, a release pipeline, all the service principles of service connections are there. Uh, we even kicked off the pipeline once. So they have a up and running website in running in Azure uh, that they can start with. So they start with a running web application, the web show of, par, uh, of parts unlimited. Mm-hmm. And then they pick a challenge in our uh, challenge website uh, and they say, uh, let's try this one. For instance, uh, our credential ha- have leaked, and then we wreak that havoc inside of their web application. So from the outside, we can trigger that, okay. and then their website will be down. So there will no um, orders being processed, so they won't get any money uh, made during the downtime. So that will be the setup, um, and then there will be a video uh, uh, with a, a theme around that, saying uh, maybe a manager uh, comes uh, bursting into the office. The website is down. Please help us now. <laughs> and then it's up to the team to fix it. So they need to uh, first detect what is wrong, find out what the actual cause is, uh, provide a quick fix for it. Uh, and then the website is at least back up and running again. So uh, the money is pouring in again uh, is the idea. And then they can actually stop and think about, okay, we detected what was wrong. We know how to fix it quickly, but how can we now prevent it from happening again? Uh, so then go to more structural uh, fix. And then they can even, I think, trigger the uh, challenge again to see if they actually have some some provisioning in place that will uh, prevent from that error happening again, or at least they can roll forward fast. So that's basically the main idea. We've set up everything for them. They get mm-hmm. a, a fixed Azure account for us, an Azure DevOps account, all sponsored by Microsoft. So very, uh, very much thanks to those guys. <laughs> but they start with a running web application. Nice, nice. And... It, again, this is free. I, I just this, 
<laughs> yeah. That is an awesome tip. Now, how much time did it take you guys to, because uh, you've obviously automated the provisioning of all of this, right? You know, it's going clickety-click to set all this stuff up for them. This year, we made sure we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So lo- last year we we had some manual steps. Uh, most of it was automated, but uh, yeah. Well, this year uh, it's so big. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have uh, w- yeah. What is that? Uh, 92 venues. Um, uh, number yeah. Number of people depends a little bit on the venue, but uh, so we 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 calculate with teams about four or five people in a team, and uh, yeah, we we provisioned for 1150 teams. Um, so 1150 Azure DevOps projects, 1150 resource groups, 1150 web applications, etc., etc. So no, that is not clickety click. <laughs> no, no, no. That, uh, then, then, then I wouldn't have time for a radio TFS call. I think. Yeah. <laughs> or your family, or yeah, eating, yeah, exactly. or sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Now we have uh, we have automated a lot, so uh, we have a, we have a, a yeah, number of people uh, yeah doing a lot of work uh, since yeah months uh, actually, but uh, especially the last few weeks it's uh, it's really hectic. So everything comes together. We we tr- we work as a true DevOps teams. Uh, we work together with Solidify. So we have people in Sweden. Uh, we have people from Xperia on our side working. Uh, uh, yeah, well, we we have split. We we have set up the architecture in such a way that we can work in isolation more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, one day it has to come together, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that uh, yeah, that we are in that phase now. So uh, yeah, but it 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 looks it looks great. I think uh, yeah, it seems that it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> now all yeah. of the, that scripting stuff that you did that's not available is it uh, yeah well no at this moment no definitely not because it's not done <laughs> right okay uh, um what last year we open sourced the whole event uh so we open sourced uh all the all the content so the presentations but also the challenges uh we did a lot of step-by-step guidance uh, written down last year uh, that was also available and i think that we even made some tools rob help me here i think that we even made some tools available that we used internally to uh um, yeah, to, to generate uh, a lot of stuff yeah um, some of it yeah uh, I think this year will be more or less the same thing. So the content will be all open sourced and available. Um, our the whole automation stuff. Uh, I think that we will keep that uh, for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that makes sense, and uh, you know, no, that makes total sense. No, you well, guys we, do have a day job, and you do have to make money so you can put things like this and organize things like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what we what what we what we are doing? Uh, we are doing local DevOps boot camps. Um, so uh, we, when companies want an internal hackathon, yeah, we can use this setup to actually uh, yeah, set up the event internally for an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's something that we that we can do and use. Um, so that yeah, well, that 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 is the the thing that benefits. But yeah, to be honest, uh, it doesn't compensate the time that we actually <laughs> spending. Uh, but we don't yeah, we don't mind. It's it's community thing, and uh, yeah, that's the passion here. Yeah, usually big parts of it will get noticed, will get jotted down somewhere in the blog post, um, and those yeah. are the more interesting parts. <laughs> so that helps uh, giving back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, for instance, we have a. a small tool that does one thing and that's one thing that's not in the eventbrite api we're running on eventbrite for the attendees to register 
Uh, and you can, for instance, add a co-admin to your Eventbrite uh, account from the API. So that's now running uh, hidden behind our fabulous setup of a Selenium web test, <laughs> actually going through the UI of Eventbrite. And then <laughs> we don't have to do that 92 times for each venue uh, by hand. Uh, that, that stuff doesn't seem that interesting to me to give back to the community. Um, so yeah, but start steps of uh, how did we provision everything inside of Azure for 1100 teams? Uh, that's more interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah, and I think also what what is really interesting is the the backend of the stuff. So um, I don't know how technical we can uh, we can be on Radio TFS, but uh, I think I think a lot uh, quite some. Um, mm-hmm. So we we what what Rob told we we are causing uh, havoc in uh, in people's web apps. So of mm-hmm. course we, we we set everything up so we have the right credentials. So it's not hackable or something. But uh, so we have the right credentials. But yeah, how how do you how do you do that? So what we to 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 also do the isolation bit of building the the things. Uh, mm-hmm. We built every disruption in a Docker container. Okay. So it's uh, built in isolation. So everybody had a challenge to work on, and uh, well, the end result is a Docker container causing uh, co- causing the problems. Um, so we have now uh, four AKS clusters spread on four Azure subscriptions, uh, load balanced. Um, and when people start a challenge, we will actually start up a container that starts causing trouble in their web app. Mm. So all the teams have uh, you know containers starting up and uh, <laughs> stopping them. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's really scalable solutions, of course, because uh, yeah, well, AKS, uh, well, yeah. a few nodes, and you can run uh, thousands of containers, and they are very short-lived. So, uh, but that that is a really uh, yeah, it's it's really also using the power of uh, of the cloud here to uh, mm-hmm. to make this happen, and that that is the fun part for us as well, of course, to to yeah, well, how how do you solve these <laughs> skill issues here? <laughs> right. And what limits are there? Even it's always nice to find out. <laughs> yeah limits yeah, Azure yeah limits. Hope, and hopefully not on uh, june 15th yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah now we are hitting them hard uh, before that uh, yeah yeah for example simple things like uh, yeah we, we want to give everybody a sql server yeah uh, you can only have 200 sql servers in a subscription so and that's not enough uh-huh. for example so right. uh, you have to raise the, you have to raise limits uh uh, file support tickets at Microsoft, uh, have t- telephone calls with the support engineers. Uh, well, that, that's all the beauty that goes behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how many challenges are there? Rob? Yeah, I'm thinking, are we at seven now? Yeah, we have seven. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, seven, uh, seven challenges, um, all causing... I think general trouble that people can relate to. So uh, certificates that expire, credentials that are uh, leaked, uh, connections that are flaky, um, all that, uh, all that wonderful uh, things that you uh, encounter during a day job. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, well, se- seven seven challenges. Uh, well, they have a few hours time to uh, to to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see, let's see how it goes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And you have a, a leaderboard set up, right? So you can actually see how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. True. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Rob, do you want to tell about the leaderboard, or should I? I think you know even more than me about that thing ah, well. this year. <laughs> okay. Last uh, so, year, I knew uh, more of the ins and outs of the scoreboard. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, you fixed the trouble during the day uh, with the scoreboard. <laughs> 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 it's cool. 
Yeah. No, so the score the scoreboard is uh, this. So last year we had a scoreboard that was. Uh, yeah, it was kind of static as well. So we had uh, we generated work items for all the things that people needed to do, and when they dragged the work item from in progress to done, uh, we had some automation on our backend that uh, read that work item and then added points uh, to the scoreboard. So every mm-hmm. every every task had a num uh, had a number of points that you could uh, earn with that. So that was well, well it was it was nice technology on our side, but the scoreboard was pretty static. Um, yeah, this time we it was actually a struggle, and uh, I'm also curious on how how how, how you think about it, uh, Greg. On the we we thought well if we if we do scoring, uh, people want to win, of course. Right. And um, so what is the what is the goal of the event? Is that winning or is that learning? So that is the that was that was a struggle that we had. Um, so, so we changed the scoreboard a little bit. So we have a subjective part in there that can mm-hmm. be judged by uh, the proctors of the venue. So people can fill in a post mortem. So they they have a they have a, a problem, um, and then they can quickly fix that. We give some guidance on that. And then they have to write a postmortem or a learning review mm. on uh, what 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 happened here and right. why did this happen and what can we actually do to prevent this or detect this in the future. So that's something that they as a team should think about. They can type in some text in the text box, and that can be judged by a proctor. Uh, like ah oh, well, that is good to pro- postmortem. People thought about that, and uh, that is a subjective part there. Right. Uh, and there's also the, the well the hard part there, and that is uh, we have a scoreboard that is uh, listening to all the web applications, so it receives events from uh, 1,150 web apps, mm-hmm. and it shows if the website is up or down. Um, so when the challenge is started, yeah, the website will go, and that will be reflected on the scoreboard. And at the same time, the counter of number of seconds up will stop, of course, mm-hmm. because they are down. <laughs> so uh, and that and that will be visible. So how how many down minutes do you have? And with that uh, down minutes, there's no revenue being generated. Yes, right. exactly. So that is so that is the harder harder score part, and uh, it's actually up to the venues to decide: do we want to be the subjectives, or do we want to have the real scoring, or do we want to have a combination? Uh, so we made it a little bit more uh, focused on the learning this year. So what do you feel? What what is the best way? I like that. I like that. I mean, and that reflects that the scoreboard is reflecting the reality that you're trying to help them learn. You know that the revenue is not being generated, the business value. Yeah, isn't there right now, and now you need to use DevOps to deliver that value. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. is uh, that 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 is what we what what we try. So th- yeah, the scoreboard this year is is completely different than last year. Um, but uh, yeah, well, it, it gives that nice global feel, of course, to uh, to have a scoreboard with all the venues all over the world uh, to see that competition on uh, how how did they do and. I know there is a fierce competition in Australia going on always to, uh, <laughs> during the event. <laughs> and even, even for us, uh, last year it was just an ASP.NET MVC application. Uh-huh. This, this year is all listed on top of a Kibana dashboard, backed by a Cosmos DB uh, backend, stuff like that. Wow. So it's, for us, it's a step up. <laughs> Real cool technology that we can use. So. I think that's the, the coolest thing about the GDBC that I've seen over the years that you guys did it. It's not, it's every year it's different. Every year that, you're constantly, yeah. continuously improving it as you go. 
Yeah, but but that's that's also one of the main drivers for us because uh, what I said we we didn't want to repeat ourselves and not in uh, not only for the end users uh, because yeah may, maybe there are a lot of people that actually like uh, the things that we did last year and it's mm-hmm. still very very relevant we could also have reused everything from last year because it's just as relevant as as, as the year before. Uh, but yeah, it, it it is also our spare time that we spend, mm-hmm. and we sp- we like to spend uh, our spare time on uh, things that we like, <laughs> and not <laughs> things that we already did. <laughs> so it's uh, actually it's uh, f- very selfish. <laughs> yeah. but it's a yeah. virtuous servant. So you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that so, even yeah. goes sorry that even no, goes no, back no. to the team that we have now. We're like with 15 people that are helping us right now. Yeah, yeah, something like so, that. People keep uh, picking it up and wanting to add their precious time uh, to help us uh, organizing everything in the back end. So we can't do it uh, uh, by ourselves. We are actually very uh, grateful for all the time uh, and effort that the team is uh, sticking in there. Yeah. Yeah. What is nice, uh, that that is definitely something that we will publish after the event, but also during. Uh, We have recorded a series of behind the scenes videos. Nice. uh, how to how did we actually set up this whole architecture of the scoreboard and the architecture of the Azure provisioning and 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 also the the control plane that actually starts and stops uh, the website that is used during the day. So we we do a series of that uh, so that people can also learn from us. So because we faced a lot of challenges during uh, <laughs> during setting up because it's the skill that that bites you here. Right. Uh, and uh, so yeah. So were you guys like Cosmos DB and, and AKS, you know, champions already? Did you know everything, or did you go in? Did you kind of like pick technologies that you wanted to learn more about? Um, I think it's a bit of both. Uh, in terms of AKS, uh, uh-huh. that's a fun story because our initial plan was to run on ACI, so okay. Azure Container Instances, right? Uh, because we thought, okay, well, we we can just start a container. Um, uh, isn't it easy to just spin up an ACI instance and then, uh, well, it, it only lives for 10 or 15 seconds and then it goes down. But the start time of an ACI instance is about 30, 40 seconds. Wow. Um, so when you want to show direct feedback of <laughs> you you started the challenge and now that instant later your website is down, um, yeah, ACI didn't didn't uh, d- yeah was not good enough for that it, and it also was not scaling well enough at this time mm-hmm. uh, so we had some people in uh, in on our side that uh, we are doing AKS in production for a customer mm-hmm. uh, so we had AKS knowledge um, so we thought okay well, we, we already have the containers so let's just set up an AKS cluster for that and uh, and run on AKS uh, so we have that knowledge but yeah I think Cosmos DB uh, yeah, we have some people that looked at it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's so so that's also of course uh, good for us to to learn about his new things. It's there's so much possible. It's incredible. Yeah, and, and even picking the the and even the uh, picking for the container instances or containers as a base uh, technology now gives all the team members the option to choose what they like to use. Some mm-hmm. of them uh, know one thing, and that's big hammer, and you try to do everything with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had, uh, for instance, uh, I started with PowerShell scripting around the Azure CLI, and then I hit a roadblock somewhere, and then I fall, fall, chose to fall back to what I know best, and that's .NET and .NET Core, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm much more productive in that, and it's my own free time, so why not? Yeah. 
Yeah, so you see all the crisscross technologies, especially in the containers. Some use uh, PowerShell, some use the Azure CLI, some use uh, Node.js to actually do stuff. That's all fine, uh, as long as it works. So I'm going to go off the rails here a little bit. Um, Recently, I've been asking people for their definition of what DevOps is and means. Mm -hmm. And everybody, you know, you get 10 developers in the room, you're going to get 11 different definitions for it. I just want to hear what your guys is, what you're thinking, that you're, what you believe DevOps really is. You know, not Donovan Brown's like Donovan Brown is is, <laughs> is perfect, but you know, when the rubber hits the road and you're doing this at a client, and and you know, what does DevOps mean to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Renee, uh, why don't well, you go first? Okay, I was actually waiting for Rob uh, <laughs> more time to think, but okay, thank you for that. Thank you for putting me on the spot. Always great. Um, so I'm, I'm, bu- think, so go. I'm buying time now eh, by talking. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, I think that, uh, yeah, so the, the, of course the definition is good, um, but what I face the most, especially at customers that, I, that I'm working at, um, for me, DevOps is about cultural transformation. Okay. Um, so the people part of DevOps, uh, I think that that is what it's all about. Uh, because if you have all the technology in place, um, so you have your Azure pipelines, you have your your technology, you have your continuous builds, you have your unit tests, everything up and on. But as if people do not want to work together, if people do not want to continuously learn uh, about their mistakes to continuously improve. Uh, because they are afraid of losing their job or some uh, repercussions or whatever uh, management layers and styles, the the organization needs to change. The organization culture needs to needs to be in such a way that people have the guts to actually start experimenting. Uh, and that's that 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 comes from so many directions from within the people about yeah well that's the growth mindset of people do you actually want to change uh, do you do you dare to take new steps but also from from their managers uh, do do they allow them to change do they have to the trust in them to actually do the right thing so the whole culture is 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 the foundation for doing true devops that was a long answer isn't it no that was good Great. And I, you know, agree with you a lot. You know, DevOps, it's not a product that you buy. It's not, it's oh. not a book that you read. It's not a website that you have checklists for, really. It, it truly is that the cultural change. That's the only way to really make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And the, re- it, the rest is needed. It's right. essential, but it's, but it's, it's, yeah. Well, if, if you only have that, it, 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 it wouldn't work. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Rob? Now that you've had a few minutes to, or a few seconds oh, no, that, to think about, that, I totally agree. Uh, I'm on the same page as Renee. It, it all starts with uh, culture backed by a mindset of your engineers. We want to fix things and why. It's all about why, and we want to provide business value to our end users. Um, from that comes that mindset. I want to fix things in the right way, and I want to do repeatable. Uh, but it all comes down back to culture. Without it, you can't do that much. You can pull on uh, technology as long as you want, but if the the people themselves won't change the way they're thinking, and that isn't fostered by your company culture, it won't fly. Yeah, definitely makes it much more challenging. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the interesting part. The technology <laughs> part we know and, and love. Yeah, and we can share that with everybody. But changing the company culture 
and change the mindset of uh, management, for instance, that's the interesting hurdle. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking back that the, the culture statement, you know, it, it's how many times have we heard that, you know, when we were doing waterfall and then the culture change of, you know, embracing agile and, you know, scrum and the things that you're going to do with that, you know, you have to change the culture to make it happen. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the same, but to be very honest, uh, that whole agile movement, although the statistics say that, uh, what is it, 85% of the companies do it. Uh, there is only a very small portion of companies that actually do it. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. no, as, uh, I, Mart- uh, I saw a talk of Martin Hinshelwood last uh, last week at Techorama, and uh, he talks about zombie scrum. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that, that that defines it all. Uh, people do their stand-ups, they do their sprint reviews, but they, they do not they do not get the real agile feel what it's actually about to to continuously learn and adapt yeah. um, and, and and so that 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 did not land yet <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's maybe it's the same cultural change that we are looking yeah. for it's all about continuous improvement in the end even scrum yeah. agile what can we improve this time this uh, sprint around and how are we going to do it if, if that's part of your process or your culture then you need to spend time there as well right yeah, I, I always call it, you know, companies, they start with Scrum, then they do Scrum butt. Yeah. And then they do Scrum butt butt, and then it's just butt butt, and it's all still <laughs> at that point, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And the worst part is they still call it Scrum. So yeah. by by now, every th- everybody thinks that Scrum doesn't work. So that, that, is, the, that, is, the, that is the sucky part. Huh? Yeah. But with DevOps, I think it's even more challenging than bringing Agile and Scrum in, in that you're trying to impact, well, maybe not, because Scrum, originally I had a challenge of getting QA in on the same team, you know, co-located, doing all those good kind of things. You had to break down that silo. So I guess we have done that once. We've broken down the dev and QA, throw it over the wall silos. Mm. And now we just need to do that again with the operations, with IT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then another one will follow. Uh, I think that security is the next one uh, because that that is another silo, in, especially in the bigger organizations where security is, of course, uh, there are only a few people doing security checks, uh, all manual, so they don't have the, all the time. Um, all after the fact. Yeah, all after the fact, uh, and especially when you release 20 times a day, how can you check <laughs> uh, your security if it's still up to date? So that needs to shift left. Right. So in my opinion, that's the, the only way to do that is to bring them into the DevOps teams. Um, and so, uh, yeah, well, the circle continues right. by bringing yeah. in new, uh, new expertise. And then they even named it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Naming it Dev and Ops, well, it's so much more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Naming is hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that reminds <laughs> me, last year when you had yours, it was still VSTS, right? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, VSTS. So this yeah, is the I, first Azure DevOps global DevOps bootcamp. Yeah, global <laughs> Azure DevOps bootcamp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had to rename all my scripts from VSTS to dev.azure.com. So, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, it, it is, it is true. It is true. Um, it, it, I hope it holds. <laughs> like last year. <laughs> So no, but uh, on the back end, uh, it it actually it became a lot better to to be to be honest, especially on the automation part because yeah we we automate everything, uh, also on Azure DevOps and 
last year I, I, I still needed to run TFS security uh, to give people rights on the Azure DevOps. Mm-hmm. So to g- g- generated users to make them a project admin on their own project, for example. Uh, I had to do a TFS security because there was no REST API for that. <laughs> uh, this year, uh, luckily for us, uh, there is. So there was no, there, no ever, so everything that we do is now done with the REST APIs of Azure DevOps. So they really made good progress there, and it's actually it is fast and it and it works. Um, so yeah, they they did a tremendous job there. Yeah, the REST APIs are like the hidden gem of Azure yeah. DevOps. Yeah, yeah, they are so powerful. It's uh, sometimes it's a bit quirky. <laughs> uh, we have hit some uh, <laughs> some quirks there. For example, uh, when you create a variable group, uh, all of a sudden it's case sensitive. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in your post, it, uh, uh-huh. your, your JSON body needs to be uh, case sensitive, otherwise it wasn't, uh, it w- <laughs> wouldn't work. Um, and, and yeah, some some of those little things that you think, oh wow, that's interesting. How, that that gives you an insight of how it's being built on the backend. Yeah. Uh, so you expect one action, uh, create variable group, creates that whole variable group, but uh, wow, well, uh, on the back you also need to do two other calls to actually make it work. So hmm. that, that those nitty gritty details that you uh, that you find, <laughs> yeah. But it is powerful. So we're about forty minutes in. When to start wrapping up, is there something that I should have asked you but I didn't? Um, no, I think you. Yeah, we we did all the talking, Greg. <laughs> Which is exactly <laughs> why I love having guests on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's good. Uh, I, I would say follow us on uh, on, on uh, globaldevilsbootcamp.com. Uh, find a venue near you if you still want to participate in one of uh, one of the countries. Um, uh, follow hashtag GDBC on Twitter, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's all of it because the the rest all all of the information will be there. So on my side, nothing to add here. Rob, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Um, if you have any questions about what we do on the backend, please reach out. We're all open and available for you to answer those questions. That's always interesting. Uh, for instance, last Tuesday we did a Twitch live stream of the expert uh, community live stream. Uh, where we talk with four team members about all the things we did to provision the event. Um, so we're very open and approachable for anything on that side. Uh, I think the expert community live stream is even doing something on uh, event day. So you can follow us live there and they will be pinging everybody around the world uh, to bring them in and let them talk about how their day is going. Um, so there's content available everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Well. Renee, Rob, I want really, I really appreciate you guys staying up late to come on and talk about the GDBC uh, listeners. If you're interested, remember, I'll have the links in the show notes, but go to globaldevopsbootcamp.com yep. and you'll, you can sign up right there. Exactly. If you want to talk to, send us a comment, send me a comment, make fun of my pronunciation skills, uh, send us an email at radiotfs at outlook.com. We're on Facebook as well. That's slash Radio TFS. Of course, we're on Twitter, at Radio TFS. And a voicemail. There's actually a voicemail in the voicemail box that unfortunately didn't come through. Uh, hmm. It was, yeah. But uh, give us a voicemail, one 425 and let us know what you're thinking. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to Radio TFS. Radio TFS.